So I'm super late to the party involving the take a knee controversy, but I still want to say my piece. Plus, it really hasn't seemed to have gone anywhere with it now being the middle of the regular season. Let me start by saying that I don't watch sports. For a variety of reasons, it could be its own blog entry, but mostly because I've never understood people's interest in following a team. Frankly, I'm barely even interested in Kaepernick's reasoning for taking a knee during the national anthem, but let's put a pin in that. For the sake of context though, Kaepernick expressed the distress he sees within our nation when it comes to police violence against black Americans. The same principle applies towards the burning of the United States flag or displaying it upside down. A perfectly reasonable way to express the values that that flag represents are not being upheld. We did an entire podcast episode on this topic about a year ago following President Trump's tweet, quote, nobody should be allowed to burn the American flag. If they do, there must be consequences, perhaps loss of citizenship or a year in jail, end quote. Follow up, the same demographic recently defended the Confederate flag and fights for Confederate monuments to be left in public spaces. You do know that this was an issue of the South rejecting the American flag and wanting to break free from the country altogether, yes? Then why are you supporting the Confederate argument? because Charlottesville was a racial issue and you by default take the non-black position? A year later, his supporters have reacted in the same idiotic fashion, throwing liberty, freedom of speech, and freedom of expression completely to the wind to blindly follow their guy, thinking they're supporting American values while ironically shitting all over them. This is Trump's base. They lack critical thought, education, and common sense. You voted in Biff Tannen, as foreshadowed in Back to the Future Part 2 in 1989. If he says it's nighttime at noon, you will justify him. You're Americans. It's important to disagree. Dan Cummins recently said on his podcast, Time Suck, while referencing these types of supporters, quote, Well, if you don't love it, then why don't you leave? No, you're the kind of person that needs to get the fuck out. Dictators love some foolish ass who will always agree with the majority. No, the duty of a citizen of a free nation is to constantly scrutinize the government, end quote. Before you jump on me for accusing Trump of being a dictator, let's be real. He calls any media organization who isn't in lockstep with him fake news. The guy thinks Saturday Night Live should be canceled because it made fun of him. There's plenty of evidence to suggest that if he had the power to, he would control media. Another interesting parallel is the way that Hitler also gained support by convincing people that their nation was once great until certain people made it bad. Make America great again. If you have now or ever bought that slogan, I would seriously question your intelligence. In response to the protest spearheaded by Kaepernick, Trump tweeted in September, quote, if NFL fans refuse to go to games until players stop disrespecting our flag and country, you will see a change that takes place fast. Fire or suspend, end quote. Since then, he's made several tweets chastising players for taking a knee and the NFL for not taking action against it. While it had been outlined in the NFL league rulebook that, quote, players on the field and bench areas should stand at attention, face the flag, hold helmets in their left hand, and refrain from talking, end quote, NFL.com reporter Judy Batista reported on October 18th that the NFL would no longer mandate its players to stand for the national anthem. In September, following the pre-mentioned Trump tweets, I made a post to my personal Facebook page. Quote, blind patriotism is idiotic. People who are blindly patriotic scare the shit out of me. Exercising your right to kneel during the national anthem is more patriotic than a president who condemns those who do so. Recognize that free speech is free speech and has no regard for your timid little feelings, conservative snowflakes. Perhaps also consider drinking bleach, end quote. 
I received a pretty mixed bag of responses from this. Perhaps it was the suggestion to drink bleach. I don't know if that was too much. Folks automatically assumed I was saying that I agreed with the position of Kaepernick and company and that I was somehow anti-American. Quite the contrary. I tried in every way I could to articulate that I am in fact the strongest supporter of freedom of speech and expression. As mentioned earlier, I really don't know or care why Kaepernick was protesting. The reasoning is of no consequence. All I care about is that he was peacefully protesting. No one should get to pick and choose what they feel is appropriate free speech on the basis of what makes them comfortable or not. That's the entire point of a protest. Taking people out of their comfort zones, forcing them to think twice about something that they may not have otherwise. I used to blame liberals for acting with their emotions rather than to adhere to the Constitution. The conservative argument is a completely emotional, non-constitutional argument if I ever heard one. By being in the Air National Guard, I had a former coworker tell me that I should take a knee at work whenever the national anthem plays to put my money where my mouth is. Here lies the problem. Do I agree on the player's stance to take a knee? No. Would I take a knee? No. But I'll fight all day long for the right to do so. That's the point that so many blind Trump supporters are missing. Just because someone's speech or expression doesn't align with yours does not mean it should be stifled. I think this speaks volumes for Trump's base. Conservatives practically stroke their cocks to the reading of the Constitution. They're all for defending free speech and liberty while it suits their purposes, but are willing to abandon it once our conservative president makes any position contrary to these principles. Bring up the discussion of any sort of gun regulation, though, and you might as well have questioned the size of somebody's member. Get ready to hear all about the Constitution then. And let's not kid ourselves. Are we really expected to believe that Trump actually believes so passionately about these issues? Or is the more likely scenario that he's still pandering to his mouth breather base? I'd opt for the latter. Eclectica Cafe has discussed at length about pandering and the way politicians and the media have mastered this. This is a fine example, especially considering that his base is without a doubt the lowest common denominator of society. Like I already said, it's so disturbing to me that conservatives are so quick to agree with Trump without putting any thought into why their position directly contradicts the ideas of freedom and liberty. When you take them to task on this, their default argument is that these players are essentially at work and that it's not the time or place for them to make a political statement. As we already established, this was abolished by the NFL as of October. But regardless, don't put your employees in the position of having to make a controversial stance because you mandate that they stand for an anthem they don't agree with at the time. When conservative hero Kim Davis wouldn't issue marriage licenses to gay couples as a county clerk, were conservatives sticking to their position of, well, she's at work and shouldn't be making political statements? No. Conservatives, if you want to live in a country that requires you to stand for its national anthem, feel free to move to North Korea, where patriotism is law. Hey, I just want to remind everyone how you can support us. Like I always say, we never ask for any sort of monetary compensation for doing what we do. We do it because we're passionate about it and we love doing it. And fortunately, we have jobs that afford us the ability to do this without having to rely on it as our main source of income. For the work that we put into this, which is quite a bit, all that we ask is that you show your love and support by sharing it with your friends on Facebook and Twitter, YouTube, etc., and uh, getting it out there, getting that content out there as much as possible. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Eclectic Cafe, where you can like and share the content. Our Twitter handle is at Eclectic Cafe. And look us up on YouTube. You can download the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. 
And of course, the video format is on YouTube. Hey, I'm back. It's been a couple of days, and I'm going to go over some feedback that I received from folks on the blog that I just read to you. So the way that I usually do this is after we write a blog or we record an episode, I'll go on Facebook and I'll join a bunch of Facebook groups that have something in common with the discussion that we just had. So, you know, a lot of conservative type groups, liberal groups, and anything in between, I'll join those and then I will post the articles or the podcast episode and try to get some some discussion going, a little bit of guerrilla style promotion that way. And usually we get some pretty lively discussions that way and gain some traction and get some some readership and listenership that way. So I'm just going to go ahead and go through and read some of the responses that I got from folks. Before I do that, I just I felt really compelled to let you guys know that I'm not wearing any pants. Um, I am wearing undies. I'll, I'll let you know that. But usually around the house, I don't wear pants or clothes at all, just underwear. In the summertime, maybe I'm just naked. And um, I don't know. The way that I look at it is you guys can't see me from the, the waist down anyway. So I might as well just go with comfort. And in the summertime, folks behind me definitely get a show. There's one woman in particular because people's homes are backed up to my where I live. And uh, there's one woman in particular that will sit out in her porch same time every evening. And I've actually seen her following me with a phone. I don't know. Maybe I'm just flattering myself. But it looks suspiciously like she's recording me. And the way I look at that is, you know, if at the end of the day I can provide her with something to look forward to, I'm really happy to be able to accommodate her and and to give that to her. So... I don't know why I'm telling you you this other than maybe it will provide some sort of weird context to our conversation and something that you will keep in your head as, as I'm talking and as you're watching me. But uh, anyway, let's move on. Um, originally, when I made the, the post to my personal Facebook page about how I thought it was so inappropriate that Trump would address this uh, on Twitter that somebody in the NFL ought to be fired for expressing them their their free speech and that um i just didn't think it was a presidential thing to do i thought it was inappropriate and if nothing else it completely contradicts the ideas of freedom of expression and freedom of speech especially when these these players aren't doing anything to hurt anybody else they're offending but that's as i've stated previously that's the point of a protest is to take people out of their comfort zones and make them think uh twice or three times about their position now, um, I received, when I posted this on my personal Facebook page, I received um, a, lot of, a lot of arguments from folks that I know personally that I feel like I had addressed in the blog entry that I just read. And so that was very helpful, having those arguments from people in mind as I wrote that. So I don't really feel like I need to go back and address their arguments. It was a lot of people saying things like, well, you know, I voted in or I voted for Trump and him being a representative of me. I feel like he is representing his voters by making the position that he did. Well, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think that all Trump voters are going to take that position. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit uh, to think that because I don't really if if you did vote for Trump I would again take a couple points off your IQ just for that much but to say that he's representing his voters by making that position I don't think that that's an um I think that's kind of a cop out to make that argument 
And I don't know, that's, um, again, not presidential. That's not his place to make that, that, that sort of call. A lot of other people were critical of me because they, again, just jumped to the conclusion so quickly without actually hearing my argument or thinking about what my argument was that I was making, people were jumping to the conclusion that I was just simply taking the side of Kaepernick on what he was actually protesting and why he was taking a knee. When, as I said a couple times in the blog entry, I couldn't have cared less why he was taking a knee, but the fact that he was making a protest, that should be protected and not, um, not grounds for termination, not grounds for firing, not grounds for... Um, really any sort of reprimand on, uh, other than letting, you know, um, capitalism, I guess, run its course. And if people don't want to watch the NFL after that, then that's the way that that should be handled. Um, <clears throat> so let me go ahead and go through some of the response that I received from people. And uh, I will address those. So there's a group that I joined here called the New Libertarian and Jeffrey says to me, and this is a this is an argument that you'll see throughout, um, and I see a lot of the same arguments parodied and or parroted, I guess is the the word for that. Um, and I feel like there are a lot of go to arguments that people pull out because it's it's almost like um, their this sort of default argument is has been established by the other side and that's what people are going to and that's why I felt like it was appropriate to record something as opposed to go through and address everybody's argument individually because they're the same argument so I felt like it'd be more constructive by and large is the same argument I felt like it'd be much more constructive for me to um, make a video where I address everybody as opposed to just beating my head up against the wall in a in a message board thread with vitriol, which is what usually happens with a lot of these types of people. So Jeffrey says to me, Cap has the right to do whatever he legally wants. The buying public, however, has the right not to buy his bullshit. And again, this is an argument that just comes up all the time. Well, very often, um, that's the, the argument that people go to. And yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. That's how this should work. Nobody's forcing anyone to watch the NFL. If you don't like the message that Colin Kaepernick is is putting out there then yeah don't watch the NFL I guess I don't understand how you're hurting anybody but yourself by depriving yourself of watching the thing that you like but um yeah that's that's the best way to go about um protesting his protest I guess is to not watch the NFL nobody's forcing you to sit down and watch the NFL or, or nobody's suggesting that you still have to watch the NFL if you don't like something that's that's happening on that platform. Um, somebody uh, else, Logan, says to me, and the, and this is another argument that comes up very often, the teams have every right not to hire him. Well, that's a tricky one because, as I stated in the blog entry, as of October, that rule has been abolished where um, the NFL is no longer requiring its players to stand for the national anthem. So... How does that factor in now? Can somebody like Kalernick, uh, Kaepernick say that retroactively we should consider the reprimand that folks like himself and others have been given um, since this is no longer on the books? Can they go back retroactively and, and, and fight this at all? I don't know. That, is that something that you can answer for me? 
Um, let's see. Jeffrey, again, responds to me with, Cap does not have a right to play in the NFL. He has a desire. The only way he can act out that desire is if a team also desires for him to play for them. Understand, desire does not give you a right. We are not entitled to do anything except breath and pursue our dreams. I'm sure he meant to say breathe, but or type breathe. Yeah, again, this is just kind of stating the obvious here. Usually a mutual agreement involves two people who... Are, of desire something and there's some sort of mutual benefit there so i don't understand why you know he's trying to uh say that kaepernick has the right to play in the nfl and if the nfl doesn't want to hire him that they don't have to but there there is i guess the um the conflict with again what i just addressed if if this is no longer on the books his argument really doesn't matter here because I guess, again, looking back, back retroactively, does it still apply? This is kind of a disturbing argument that Jeffrey makes here. He says, I'd also like to say this. I don't buy his BS. He's obviously from a non-white parents, and I'm reading this as it's written, but was adopted by a nice family. So that's good to know, Jeffrey, because he was, even though he was raised by non-white parents, he was still adopted by a nice family. He says, they clothes, fed, educated and paid for him to pursue a sports career. I'm sure it wasn't cheap. He went to NV and had a great career and went on to play in the NFL. He's trashed that by focusing on skewed facts and become the poster child for decisiveness in the U.S. Well, skewed facts, that's pretty objective. That's your opinion. He's toxic to everything he touches. Um, you know, when he says... There's a, there's a lot of things I'd like to address here. Um, the last part when he says that he's the poster child for decisiveness in the U.S., just because he had the courage to take a stand against something that was going to be controversial. Trump is the poster child for decisiveness in the U.S. because he's so obviously and clearly pandering to his base, which is the lowest common denominator of society. And he knows that if he makes a position that he did take, that the mouth breathers that follow him will unquestion unquestioningly uh, take his side without any sort of regard to how damaging it is. So, no. Kaepernick is not being the one that's decisive. He's just making a position that he feels is just. Trump is being decisive by making a statement that is completely, again, not a presidential thing to, to do or say. Like, this is not, out of all the things the president should be concerned about, this is not one of them at all. Like, it's ridiculous that we're even having this conversation right now. And when you say you don't buy his BS because he's from a nice family, this, to me, says that just because somebody is raised in comfortable settings or privileged settings, like he had everything he needed growing up, that what is, are you saying he's a fake? Because he, he sees people that are in a, 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 a position that is more difficult, people are struggling, Kaepernick never struggled so what is he he has no right to to notice that people um are you know in a, in living in areas that they're maybe being mistreated or abused and he has no right to stand up for this and I was always I was always under the impression that it, when you 
have power, when you live in comfort, when you have privilege, the, that's when it's most important for you to point out injustices, to point out that um, you see things going on that shouldn't be going on because you have a platform at that stage and and it's um, you have more uh, capability of making change because you are in a position of power. So I don't understand what the point is you're trying to make there other than maybe he's just being a fake or he's just trying to get attention. I don't know. James says, I love that the police left those hypocritical anti-American rich ass, he says rich in all caps, rich assholes stuck in their locker rooms all night, unable to get to their limousines without protection. Okay, so what you're saying is that if somebody peacefully protests, if somebody peacefully displays their disdain for something, they shouldn't be protected by the police. The Constitution, which all you people seem to uphold so strongly, protects free speech. Again, it is it only when it suits your comfortability or your purposes that you're in favor of, of free speech and supporting free speech? I, I think that it becomes a little bit more uh, of a gray area when you're talking about something like a KKK march or um, something along those lines where those people are inherently violent. They inherently... Um, spout rhetoric that is is by its nature violent so that at that point it's like well why are we trying to protect people that have a violent agenda or somebody like you know the westboro a group like the westboro baptist church those people incite violence and hatred yeah that you could almost make the argument of should we be spending tax dollars to have the police protect these people when they're so um they're trying to agitate and they're trying to whip up people up in a frenzy but this again is a peaceful protest he's not hurting anybody by by uh except for your snowflake feelings by doing what he's doing so um yeah i don't i don't think that that's a, a good argument michael says trump was elected because the alternative was unacceptable well are you talking about the alternative as being clinton i'm assuming that's what you're talking about and for the record, I didn't support Clinton. I didn't. I was not. I did not support Trump or Clinton. I think that it's a it's an embarrassment and a joke that those were the two choices that we had to choose from. And um, I think it's more important to look further back as far when you say that the alternative was un, unacceptable. Well, if you're voting as a Republican then I hold you responsible for letting Trump get through the primaries and getting as far as he did in the presidential election. What was the better alternative Republican candidate? I can't really say because I think that the two-party system is a fucking joke in the first place. I guess if I had to, if you you know put a gun to my head and said, hey, pick a better Republican candidate, I would, mo I guess, likely opt for somebody like Rand Paul. But, um... Come on, like you let him slip through the primaries and uh, like South Park very eloquently puts it, we had to choose from a douchebag and a turd sandwich between Clinton and Trump. So, all right, we're going to move on to the next group here. It's called Protest Against, Pre Protest Against President Trump, the Millennials Revolution. That's the name of this group. And I was kind of surprised that I had somebody um, disagree with me, especially 
with a name like the this group is what is as it's called you know the millennials revolution protest against president trump tammy says to me that he can disagree on his own time there's a difference between disagreeing and acting like an attention grabbing child protest on your own time no thanks to you i guess meaning me for politicizing the game of football all right so again this is another argument that is seems like it's a default argument for trump supporters that um that Kaepernick can uh, disagree on his own time. And it frustrates me because like so many of the things that people have brought up and tried to argue with me, I already address in the blog entry. So clearly people aren't reading it or they're not reading it very clearly and they're just reacting to the uh, the blurb that's in the blog post here or the, the the image and the graphic that goes along with that and they're not actually reading the article. So um, he can disagree on his own time. Well, um, as I stated at the end of the blog entry here, I didn't hear conservatives or you know Republican people making this argument when, oh crap, uh, what's her name? Um, I, I mentioned her at the end of the uh, of the blog here, the uh, the lady that was the county clerk um, for I think Kentucky. When she was denying marriage license, Kim Davis, she was d- denying marriage licenses to gay couples after after the Supreme Court ruled that gay marriage was was recognized um, nationwide. I didn't. She was on the clock. Not only was she on the clock, but she was on the taxpayers' dime. And I didn't hear conservatives making this argument of she can disagree on her own time. So yeah, um, think about that, and maybe if somebody wants to address that, that would be great. There's a difference between disagreeing and acting like a, an attention-grabbing child. Again, I don't. Uh, how do you know he's just an attention-grabbing child and disagreeing because he actually disagrees? Just be, and again, just because it's something that you don't feel like you would agree, agree or disagree with, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's just doing it for attention. Just because it's something you wouldn't do. Um. protest on your own time she repeats that and then she says to me no thanks to you for politicizing the game of football you know again that's not i'm i'm just addressing what our our president tweeted he's the one that politicized the game of football and technically kaepernick did too and anybody else that's followed in his footsteps and taking the knee this is just a a hot social issue if uh you don't like that i'm talking about it and politicizing football don't blame me. I'm just it's it's relevant right now and I'm talking about it. And then finally on the Eclectica Cafe Facebook page, Tim said to me, "Disagree. Spoiled athletes looking for attention. If it is their right, it's my right not to support the NFL." Yeah, absolutely. Very good, Tim. That's a very astute observation as I already pointed out. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Personally, I think it's great that the ratings for the NFL have gone down this season as I've heard because Watching football is a fucking waste of time. Get a fucking life and do something better and more constructive with yourself and stop living vicariously through football players. Uh, Dennis says to me, I wonder if you're aware of the hypocrisy and irony that goes with this post. While the NFL players are within their rights to take a knee, even though the NFL rules clearly state they cannot, we also have the right to disagree with their choice not to do this if we want to boycott them, right? 
Freedom of speech does not include the freedom of consequence of that speech. Am I right? So how am I a hypocrite, as as Dennis says, and how is this ironic? Because in no way did I ever say that anybody should be forced to watch the NFL if they don't agree with a position that a player takes. So he's trying to make this point to me, which, again, is like the go-to argument for these people, that if, even though the NFL players have the right not to take a knee or to take a knee, spectators also have the right to disagree and not watch. Where did I ever say or where did anybody say that you should have to watch even if you don't agree with that? I don't I don't understand. Um, and then he also says that even though the NFL rules clearly state they cannot take a knee. Well, a, again, as I addressed in the blog entry as of October, that is no longer on the books. So your argument's invalid there. Anyway, um, this is uh, these are a handful of the of the arguments that I received. There was one that I've been trying to find from a group that I joined called Internet Radio Station Advertising, where I posted the same the same blog entry with the same blurbs, and uh, I received a response from a gentleman where he said that I should keep my politics to myself. And I said, you know, uh, doesn't don't politics have a place in radio, in internet radio? And he started going off on me about how I'm uh, a lazy liberal and, um, you know, he actually told me make America great again, which at that point, it's like, you know what you're dealing with. And I tried to find that conversation and I've gone back and I can't find it. So I can only assume that it was deleted off that page, which is unfortunate because I would have liked to address that. But hit me up, guys. Let me know what you think. Did I misstep anywhere? Um, is, is there any more feedback that you guys can give me? If nothing else, you know where to find me. Uh, our email is eclecticacafe at gmail.com, facebook.com slash eclecticacafe. Our Twitter handle is at eclecticacafe. Download our content on soundcloud.com slash eclecticacafe, iTunes, Stitcher, and of course on YouTube where you can watch this content where you know my pants are off. Anyway, we look forward to talking to you again, and uh, see you next time. <laughs>